0: Hi, I'm Dave of The Fatalist Podcast, and this is the premiere episode of Take 5. Today, I'm going to take a look at the first of the genre shows that I somehow missed when it initially aired, but before I get started, let's take a look at the term genre that's worked its way into the lexicon of television critical analysis. Genre currently refers to science fiction, supernatural, horror, fantasy television shows, and gives us a point of departure for the discussions that we all seem to love so much. And I know, labeling is bad, but in this case we do it for all of our benefits. Now, the show I want to talk about today has been referred to by some critics as the best science fiction television series of all time. Others state that it's simply the best television series, period. So how in the heck did I miss Battlestar Galactica when it debuted in 2003? Developed by Ronald D. Moore, it was a reimagining of the 1978 series of the same name and if uh, you're as old as I am, you remember that series, which had a certain level of cheese factor, but still important series. The Reimagining first aired as a three-hour miniseries in 2003 on Sci-Fi and went on for four more seasons, comprising 75 episodes and two films before the initial segment of the franchise ended in 2009. All right. So what's the premise of this military science fiction work? It takes place in a distant future in which the human race inhabits the 12 colonies, including Caprica, Tauron, and Geminon, to name three, and I'm sure you can figure out what kinds of names the other nine have. This human race is no different than the one we know. Scientists developed technology to make people's lives easier. The only problem was that the Cylons rebelled against their creators and fought a series of wars with the human race, though all has been quiet for the uh, past four or five decades. Fast forward to Commander William Adama, played by Edward James Almos, who's on board his about-to-be-decommissioned Battlestar Galactica and the ceremonies associated when word reaches them that the Cylons have attacked and wiped out the human race on the 12 colonies. Only 50,000 or so humans that happen to be in space for a variety of reasons have survived, and Adama quickly realizes that he's it, the senior military officer tasked now with the survival of the human race. All right, I know what you're thinking. I like Lost Girl, Buffy, Supernatural, Warehouse 13, not this hard science fiction stuff. But I'm going to argue that the reason you like those shows is the strong character development, intriguing story arcs, and thought-provoking themes. Well, BSG, and those of us in the know refer to it as BSG, has all of those in spades. Early on, the principal conflict arises when it's realized that the governments of the 12 colonies have been completely wiped out. Secretary of Education Laura Roslin, played by Mary McDonnell, is on board the Galactica as the government's ceremonial representative, and she learns after the attack that even though she's 43rd in the line of succession, she is in fact the highest-ranking surviving member of the colonial government. Quickly, a conflict develops between Adama and President Roslin, since he thinks she's completely incompetent and even considers assuming command of both the government and the military. Do you like strong female characters? Then you're gonna love hotshot Viper pilot Kara Thrace played by Katie Sackhoff. She drinks hard, flies hard, loves hard. And did I mention she was engaged to Adama's dead son? There's no one on board who's braver or more reckless. Now, Adama's estranged son, Lee, is also on board, which creates a certain amount of personal as well as professional dilemmas since he too is an accomplished pilot. Without giving away too many plot points, we learn that the Cylons have developed to the point that they cannot be distinguished from humans and their undetected presence remains a constant source of concern. It becomes kind of a big deal. Oh yeah, did I mention that the Cylons are hot? Especially the women. All right, some of the guys are hot too. Well, some of them. Anyway, perhaps the most intriguing character in the series is world-renowned scientist Gaius Baltar, played by James Callis. Evil genius, Flawed human being, reluctant hero, it's up to you to decide. But if the remnants of the human race are to survive, they must escape the Cylons who are hunting them down and find somewhere to go outside the reach of their pursuers. Adama and Roslyn lead a caravan of survivors on a quest for the mythical safe haven, Earth. The story takes a number of twists and turns along the way, and I'll tell you up front, the series finale left some fans wanting, in much the same way, The Lost Writers left its fans. I, however, thought the ending was brilliant. You're going to recognize a lot of the actors. Grace Park, who's in Hawaii Five-0, Tam O'Pennicott, Dollhouse, Continuum, The Killing, Lucy Lawless. Do I really need to tell you what she was in? In fact, Richard Hatch, who appeared as Starbuck in the 1978 series, has a completely different role in the reimagining. Some of the purists don't like the fact that Starbuck is now a woman, but that's a story for another day. It's a tale of the human spirit, but it's also a cautionary tale. So, as I often tell friends, watch the pilot, in this case, the three-hour miniseries. And if you're not hooked after that, well, you, my friend, have other issues you need to address. This is Dave, and this has been Take 5, and I'll see you next time. must be some way out of here, said the Joker to the thief. There's too much confusion, I can't get no relief. Businessmen, they drink my wine, flymen, dig my earth.